This, 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 this is mythical. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to Ear Biscuits, the podcast where two lifelong friends talk about life for a long time. I'm Link. And I'm Rhett. This week at the round table of dim lighting, I'm gonna be talking about my recent trip. We, I mean, so much happened on my trip and on your trip that we've decided to make it a- Separate episode. Separate episode. They're There's not two parts, they're independent. Independent. We can vacate separately and then, and and I, then update each other collectively. I wanna collectively. say that, you know, it wasn't my idea for me to go first. And just before we got started, you said, you know what? You should go first. And, and I was like, and I, then I said, I accept this, but I want credit. <laughs> no, I so I'm going to go first. Today well, I know and talk what I'm going to say. Trip. I don't know what you're going to say because I wasn't there. So I'm, I'm a bit more interested in that. Well, it's funny because yesterday, uh, well, I won't, I've been back for two days, but yesterday was our first day back in the studio following the trip. And Stevie came into our office, and mm -hmm. as as people do, she said, "How was your trip?" And of course, I'm just sitting in there with Link, and she's and I'm like, um, <laughs> "Well, I can't tell you because I'm I can't tell Link because I have to tell him on ear biscuits." It's like it's you could ask me to step out. Such but. a weird thing. And so then I was almost, almost just like, "Well, but it is my so, office." So Stevie, you could listen to this episode of Ear Biscuits to learn about my trip, but I I cannot tell you anything right now. Oh, she falls asleep to uh, Ear Biscuits every night, is what she told me. Well, it is boring at times, especially when you know us very well. Um People do do that though. People will fall, fall asleep to podcasts. To yeah. Ear Biscuits specifically. I feel like it's just our soothing drone of conversation that uh doesn't, I mean, it rarely gets so enthusiastic that it's like an alarm clock. Well, I got something to get to wake you up. I, I can encapsulate my trip in one visual, and that is me being squirted on by a penis water gun. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, just get ready. <laughs> There's well, more where that came from. <laughs> show it to me. Uh, I do wanna, I've already talked about the penis water gun, but I do wanna say, you know, this is probably not an episode for the children to listen to. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I know. It's not going to be crazy. But I'm what do you mean? You've already talked about the penis water gun. I just then. Oh, I'm saying usually if like they're like NPR would say, um, but a disclaimer. This episode, uh, if there are little ones who listen, they should not listen. And I said penis water gun before the disclaimer, so I just apologize for that. But there's more. There, there's more than a penis water gun that's coming. So I don't get to see it right now. Is what you're telling me? I didn't like buy one. I thought you said a picture. What are you talking about, a picture? You said, I have a picture. Uh, oh, I said a mental picture. Oh, crap. It was like a, a visual. But I mean, you, I'm sure you can look one up on the internet. It's just like a plastic penis that has a trigger on it. <laughs> and a woman in a golf cart squirted it on me. Yeah. A stranger? Have you even said where you were? I was Key West. I did say where I was. I already said I was in Key I, West. Maybe I'm having a listening problem. Well, I, having? <laughs> I'm sitting, I'm doing nothing but listening. Uh, yes, you, what is you, key, have, you have a listening West. problem, yes. Key West. We've, we've almost had an intervention for this several times, but we just keep getting by. There's we, lots we of keep keys. kicking the count down the road. Right. So yeah. But um, only one of them is Key West. Key West is the, never end, been there. Is the end of the line, right? and I never been there as well. I had uh, preconceived ideas about what Key West was. I mean, geographically, this is like the end of Florida. I did not know that you can drive, as my brother-in-law and sister-in-law did, because we were with Jesse's sister and her husband. Uh, they had driven all the way from North Carolina to Key West, and once you hit Miami, you're still on a road for 154 miles, is what the sign said. After Miami. To get to, to, get, to, get to the end of the line at Key West. So, would, would you have known that? I, I had no idea that there's, mm -mm. there's just, I mean, hundreds of miles. It's connected by bridges. Yeah, like I a, didn't know there's that. There's one section that's a seven mile bridge over the ocean. It used to be like oh, the wow. longest bridge in America or the world or something, but it's not anymore. It is still there though. Is there like surf underneath you? Surf. Waves, are there waves? 
This is the ocean. I did not cross the bridge, I flew there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I flew from Atlanta <laughs> to Key West. You can fly right into Key West. It's one of those like On small. On a little plane? No, it, interestingly, very small airport. You know, talking like Burbank style airport, just a few gates. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of folks that wanna go to Key West. So it was a normal size plane. And huh. the island is two miles wide and four miles long or four miles wide and I don't know the direction. You don't, direction is not something that you're worried about in Key West. <laughs> First of all, like where's north and south? Nobody knows. And uh, that's not what's on people's minds. I had, I had these ideas about Key West. I think one real prominent sort of reputation is that uh, Key West, as as is like Palm Springs, is a place where gay men like to go. Uh, anecdotally, I can uh, confirm that is the case. Older men, uh, gay men of all ages, but okay. yeah. But I do think that the um, most now, first of all, it's it, it, but but also all kinds of people. I mean, it, it wasn't like ninety percent gay men. It was also a lot of just men and women, couples, people just of all ages, but it is a little bit older clientele. Well, my dad went there a few weeks before. You did. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm starting to develop a clientele situation. So you and got that makes gay sense men and then you got my dad who you know spends a lot of his life on a golf cart going around Myrtle Beach. So if he's gonna go to another locale, you've already mentioned a golf cart. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is starting to add up for my dad, maybe not for you. Yeah, well, it's quite a melting pot, though most of the ingredients in that melting pot are white. Um, okay. I will say that. So it's a very white melting pot. Miami is not white. No, 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 no. Um, but but I'm saying people of all walks of life, but just uh, mostly white. <laughs> okay. But I got to say, I had a good. I had a good time. It, it was a it was a good trip, as I will tell you. Tell me. Now we originally now my my wife's sister and her husband had been going to Key West for years and always talking about how much fun they have down there and how we've gotta join them. See, I thought that was Costa Rica. Am I crazy? Well, you don't. You have a listening problem and it is probably time for an intervention. So you're telling me that they never. They have been to Costa Rica and I have been to Costa Rica with them. And they didn't wanna start a business and move to Costa Rica permanently? Uh, that was a separate, it was a separate thing. But it existed and I heard it, ha, well, see? Well, but but nope. since then they moved on to Key West, which I, I never mm, knew. No, these are they're independent independent ventures and okay. the Key West is a frequent, uh, in fact, they had already been to Key West this year, like a month ago. Oh, okay. Right, just a hop, skipping a few states down. Are they gay men? Uh, no, no, a heterosexual no, couple. No. Which are they? My as, dad. As I was about to say, there's there's a lot of that as well. Okay, cool. I will say that I did get a, I I did one night. I wore my leopard print shorts and I got a lot of compliments. Mm -hmm. So the they've been asking us to go down there, and you know how it is, man. I mean, we just we don't. Ha a lot of our right. travel is related to work, and also over the past two years, we haven't traveled much at all. We had scheduled this trip about a year ago when no one knew what was gonna happen with COVID and like, well, where is it gonna be? And we scheduled it for late October, right when uh, it was Ashley's birthday weekend. And I was like, I really doubt that this is actually gonna happen because who knows what, and then when Delta, the Delta wave started happening, I was mm -hmm. like, oh no, this is, there's no way we're gonna do this. Yeah. And then in talking to Science Mike, he was like, well, actually uh, in places like Florida, <laughs> The delta wave is going to hit so hard that it'll be in it'll will have receded significantly by that point and it'll probably and it's exactly what happened. And especially in Key West, the numbers were never significant in Key West. I don't know something about an island nation where a lot of people are outside. It's, it's not a nation. a nation. You know it actually is a nation. It's the when you get off of the plane, the airport says, "Welcome to the Repu the Conch Republic." Like conch like a conch shell. Because can they say that they there, there are no rules at this place, you you know the whole what stays in Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What happens on an island stays on an island, and I am convinced that even there, if there, you can get there via bridge, right? E, I think that there is a deeply ingrained, like thousands, like millennia, ingrained in humans that like, hey, we're at this island, we can do whatever we want to. And what we do on this island, listen, as long as we don't talk about it to anybody else, no one's ever gonna find out about, right? 
Now, modern yeah. life has complicated that because of the bridge but, and the But phones. I do get subconsciously, I mean, it, it's of, of a size that you feel like you could see all of it in a day? Or is it bigger than that? Well, two by four miles. I mean. Oh, okay, yeah. It's mostly, there's like a main strip in the middle which is, you know, bars, restaurants, shops, and then everything around that is a bunch of houses. Very, very, uh, I would say like a Charleston meets uh, New Orleans vibe in terms of like the architecture, like these beautiful old southern houses that are like, the, they, I mean a lot of the properties, you know like in Beaufort, there's in, in Beaufort, North Carolina, there's just like down by the beach, those old wooden homes of Not different colors. Not on stilts. Not on stilts. That's strange, I mean with the amount of hurricanes that come through And there. the thing that I was thinking the whole time is I was actually having trouble like enjoying it, knowing that oh, sea level is rising, and what's I, I, it was this weird thing that was happening to me. I was like, oh, this is beautiful, but is it going to be here in a hundred years? It's going to be like Venice. Don't get attached um, because it literally feels like because it's the truth that this place is just above sea level, and all the sand is brought in from the Bahamas. There's no sand. It's um, you might picture like this like Caribbean island with a bunch of white sand. Well, all the white sand is brought in from the Bahamas and it is actually hmm. like crushed coral is what the actual surface of the, the sand is. But most of it, like as you go around the island, the perimeter of the island is like concrete, like a wall basically. At some point they were like, we gotta stop this water because I'm sure every time it, a big storm comes in, the whole place gets flooded. Um, but that didn't take away from the vibe. I mean, this was we didn't go to the beach. We went to the beach to like eat at like some restaurants that are like right on the water, but there was no like, hey, going to the going into the ocean for a dip. Huh. Um, but the specific weekend that we were there was during <laughs> so but just to, just so you know, I made the decision that I felt like this was a responsible deci decision in light of where the numbers are at, the fact that I'm vaccinated and the fact that we were going to be outside most of the time. So, but just to kind of give you give you that piece of it, and okay. uh, but the specific weekend, which again was predetermined over like a year ago because of Ashley's birthday, happened to coincide with something called Fantasy Fest. <laughs> Fantasy Fest, <laughs> and uh, I don't know the history of Fantasy Fest. Let me guess what this might be. But uh, I mean, so people go there in order to. Uh, I don't know, just let it all hang out? It doesn't seem like it would be, that seems like. Literally. Seems like Key West is just a place to have, that is a fantasy fest. I, what about this weekend is different? I think it's just more of the same. Okay. Now, how do I put this? During fantasy fest, and according to Chris and Ashley, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, this was an unusual amount of the things that we saw because of Fantasy Fest, they're like, this is not normal. Okay, so the fantasy did up its ante. How? But during Fantasy Fest, a, a light dusting of glitter on the breasts is considered a shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> can I just say that? A light dusting a of light glitter. A light dusting of glitter. Now, you can get a full paint job, you can get just glitter, and there are multiple stands Okay, we, what we would do, the typical night would be going out to eat. First of all, great food. I mean, really, really, really good food. Like I did not have a bad meal. I was like, dang, I, I mean, Chris and Ashley have been there, down there and they know the good spots, so they were taking us to the good spots, but. That goes a long way. Man, I Are you so sitting at dinner good... eating a really good meal and you look over and there's somebody wearing glitter for a shirt? Oh, hell yes. Really? R really. You're, you're dining. You've been seated at a table. Yeah. This is not like order at the counter and then put your number at the table. This is no. This is fine dining. This is smoking or non. And by the way, with with very few exceptions, maybe one exception, we ate outside the whole time. No we, shirt. We, we did outdoor dining. No shoes. So we're like no service unless you have glitter. The, eating on the sidewalk. And many of the but like so when you're on the main drag, Duval Street, which is like several blocks. And it kind of has like, you know, the main drag and like like Bourbon Street or there's a number of places in America that have this kind Bars, of vibe. Public drinking. Yes. And 
Even though technically public drinking is not allowed, no one's following. I also think being topless except for glitter is technically illegal, but the cops are not having a problem with it. It's the conch republic. But. Conch? I think conch. Many of the restaurants and bars had a bar on the perimeter of the restaurant facing out so everybody would sit looking at the sidewalk. And the thing that I noticed is that there were a number of facilities that, okay, this bar is a gay bar and there's a drag show, right? This bar is a gay bar and this is a drag show. But this bar is a bunch of old heterosexual people. <laughs> you know, and it would be like right next to each other and we were just going everywhere. But the bars that were, there was like these older couples sitting there on the benches looking out and they would just both be like not talking to each other yeah. and a pair of boobies would go by and they would just both watch them and then they would talk to each other about them. I, I sat there and watched the boobies pass and then the people talk about it. So there were that many people just wa walking around with their boobies flapping out, boobalooping it up with just glitter or body paint. More body I mean, were the, paint than were the glitter? nipples painted or like really glitter specific? Depends or? on the person, man. Wow, and was the what was the bottoms like? Are we talking bikini bottoms? Okay, well, let me get to that in one second because I'm not oh. done with the boobies yet. Don't, uh, yeah, <laughs> don't don't leave the boobs until um, you're you fully explored them. Um, this is something that Jesse pointed out, and and I have to agree. How pointy was it? Uh, well, I think that's my point. Not in many cases, not very. Ah. and she was like. There is a big body positivity thing happening in Key West. Nice. It, it, it isn't like somebody's like, I have what is considered to be the- Nicest rack. Perfect body that would be an Instagram model. It was like, I have a body and I and I have boobs and you're gonna see them and I'm proud of that. And it was just like, it was just, there was something kind of beautiful about just the level of freedom that people just walked around with. And again, according to the experts, this is not every single day. This is fantasy, fantasy fest. fest and then up to Halloween is what I've been told, or this is really concentrated. But there's stands, right? Like you're walking down the street and then there'll just be a woman sitting in a chair, completely topless, like pre-glitter and then there's like another woman with like an airbrush thing and she's going in and doing the thing. Like, it's like going in, like there's like a kid getting face paint at the fair. This is a topless woman getting glitter or paint on the street. Mm. And then there's like another woman just standing there topless in line waiting to go. She's already taking just her top all off? Just ready to go. <laughs> yes. Interesting. It, oh, are there kids walking around ogling at this? Uh, very few. And the ones that were, I was like, this is okay. Not trying to be judgmental here, but I don't know if this is appropriate for children. They probably get over it quickly enough. I mean, they, I mean, most people have breastfed. So and putting a little glitter on there shouldn't ruin anything. I hate glitter until today, man. <laughs> Change your view on glitter. You asked about the bottoms. You didn't ask about the men. Now, that's where the bottoms really come into play. Yeah, I don't really care about men's boobies. Um, Tell me about the men's You care boobies. about the men's bottoms? No, not really. But. Um, well, I'm gonna tell you about them because it, okay. Very common for a man to be in nothing but a G-string. Mm -hmm. And when I say a G-string, like a, in the back, it's so small that until you get close, you just think he's naked. Naked, 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 naked. You're speaking Rihanna now. And you didn't naked, there was naked, one, naked. and then there's a few guys who go the extra mile and have that situation. Uh, a whole but mile. But when you turn to the front, they have a one guy had a stocking that was just around his junk that went oh. all the way down to the ground and like dragged. And so, I think he had a Santa hat on. That's not what drag is. No. No, it was oh, he, good, you he, know he, that. he was literally had something dragging. Okay. So and, that's a that's a chili peppers tube sock taken to an extreme. And if you can step on it, then you're going to lose your sock pretty yeah, quick. It, well, it, it didn't drag all the time. And so there's a lot and so sometimes it's like a couple. So there's a a man who's dressed like that. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm okay. Now it might be like a group of guys who are presumably 
gay and who are who who are, who are dressed like that. But then also there's like this is an old man and his wife, and he's dressed like that, and she's dressed with the glitter boobs. And then sometimes there's glitter boobs, and then the husband just has on like a golf shirt, and as he's not participating. It's like dressing up for Halloween. Sometimes you go in together, and sometimes only one person participates. This is intriguing. It's so fascinating. A couple of questions. I'm ready to answer. Have you? Did you see any? topless, glitterified, boobed women who you could tell they were just learning the ropes. That they, they you know, they were kind, no, they weren't. You mean like the glitter had a spotty pattern? What do you mean? No, that they like were. a home job? They, they were trying it for the first time. Like for me in the tube sock, I would, I like the idea of, of walking around in nothing but a tube sock. I do. I sincerely am intrigued by that. I would like to experience that. I think there's a discount on tickets to Key West. Um, I'm gonna dog ear this conversation for when I tell you about my vacation and some things that I learned about my own nudity. Oh wow. So we'll come back to that, but. No, to answer your question. I'm intrigued, but you know, is there someone who's like, someone who goes to Key West, did you think about wearing a tube sock? Did Jesse think about going topless? Was there a conversation here? And if she would have gone topless, it would have been, I There was a discussion. Okay, so I wanna know about that, and I wanna know, if she were to go topless, there's an adjustment period of, okay, I am gonna put my shoulders back and I'm gonna own this. I think you have to walk down the side streets first because there's a lot of- Did you of, notice any of that? Of act, no, I didn't notice it at all. I think people have practiced. N- n- you didn't, that's weird to me. It's like, where did they practice? You didn't go on the side streets? I, How do people work up to being totally topless? Well, I think you're confused about something. The Venn diagram between people who are uncomfortable being naked and people who are got glitter on their boobs walking down the street in Key West, like mm-hmm. there's two distinct circles that look like a pair of boobs. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha, That's gotcha. the Venn diagram. And but you know what no, I like to do to boobs? You like to push them together. I understand that, but the circles never cross. They don't. They just get the, smushed. The boobs just get they right. turn into ovals. They never cross. No one was uncomfortable and that was the beautiful thing. Now, hmm. there were people again, most of the the average age of the people walking around were talking 40. And so we're, there's a lot of people over 40. So that means that there were there was the occasional younger you know less gravity affected women mm-hmm. uh, just that would they drew a lot of attention and where I'm talking like one out of ten would be like oh this is just this is a young woman who's she's doing the glitter boob thing or maybe she just got fish lots of just just fishnet nothing under it that's another thing. I I could go on forever about this, but I do want to talk about other things. She was caught by a trawler or something. Yeah, and there, well, there's a lot of fishing. There's a big fishing industry down there, and one of the things that would happen then is that people lock on to those. Yeah. There's a lot of is See, it, that's, is that's it, double standard. Is it ogling, 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 ogling? And there's a couple. There's a couple times where that made me feel a little uncomfortable. Where mm. I would be like kind of walking. And I would be behind somebody. I go, oh, this okay. This is a younger lady who's obviously I can tell by the way people are looking at her that she must be on display. Mm-hmm. And like the dudes would just stop. And most everybody is intoxicated, so there's just like this open mouth, open mouth, just following the boobs the whole time. I was like, come on, man, chill out. You're on an island. Uh, but last thing I'll say about this before I move on to other things is there there was a discussion. Not a realistic discussion. Uh, Jesse wasn't about to do this, but she did say one night when we were just the two of us were walking around. Uh, so we had gone out to, to uh, just the two of us. I mean, we were spending uh, most of the time with Chris and Ashley, but there's one night where we just kind of went out on our own. Yeah, that's the time. Just and give it a side street. She was like, What would you? She said, What would you do <laughs> if I were to tell you that I want to go and get my boobs painted and walk around like this? Mm-hmm. And I would be like, And I said, um, I think I would probably advise against it. Okay, she said, well, first of all, I would never do it because I just can't, like, I, there's two, there's more than a seven mile bridge between hmm. her and her version of Jesse that would walk around topless at Key West, right? It's just not who she is. Yet. It's not who she is right now. <laughs> but um, I said, well, I, honestly, it would, oh, here's another thing, speaking of Venn diagrams, the Venn diagram of mythical beasts and people who vacation at Key West, there's not a lot of crossover there either, which was a beautiful That's thing. That's nice. 
So I mean, there's minimal recognition. No pictures of you in just a sock <laughs> yeah. floating around on yeah. the mythical society. The, I think forums. the people, the people who've chosen to be entertained by Key West, like they don't need anything else. They don't need internet stuff, mm -hmm. man. They don't need mm -hmm. Mythical Morning. They don't need a couple of doofuses eating weird stuff on the internet. They got, I mean, just go there and you'll see. Yeah, they've got glitter. It seems like that's pretty much enough. Because the thing I told her, I was, I was like, I think the thing I would be most concerned about is like a picture of us getting taken. Like I wouldn't, uh, and if you yeah. really wanted to do that and it would be, and you wanted it to be your thing, I'd be like, more power to you. But she was like, so you're telling me that if there was no way anyone, like none of your fans, none of our family, no one would find out, you would, you would be like, cool? I'd be like, yeah, it'd be fun, it'd be cool. She would never do it. And I wouldn't expect her to do it and I would never pressure her to do it. It's just, there's a certain mentality that leads to that. I don't know what it is. I don't know what path, life path leads to glitter boobs at Key West, but there's quite a few people who get to it. It's freeing, man. They all seem very happy. And I'm intrigued. Ear Biscuits is supported by the Farmer's Dog. Dogs will eat basically anything you put in front of them. And if you're Barbara, you will like <laughs> seek it out off of tables, counters. That, that woman is crazy, <laughs> uh, that woman being my dog. Uh, so it's important to be putting the right kind of food in their bowls. Right, and when you care about your dogs as much as we care about ours, you know, a thoughtful approach to what goes in those bowls makes sense. Yes, the farmer's dog is real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. The meals arrive pre-portioned and in ready-to-serve packs delivered on your schedule. Millions of meals have been ordered across the country. We've been partnering with the Farmer's Dog for a few years now and they really are as good as they say. It really has never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash ear. Before I move on to other things, just to establish, I really, 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 really like Key Boobs. West. Oh, yes, well, yeah. okay. And uh, I, wow. I plan to go back, not because of the glitter, again. It, I, I, I'm still a little surprised by that. No, I don't, I don't here's know. the thing, you know how the like. you describe it, because like, no, I no. didn't love Bourbon Street, I don't like, I don't like those, the party streets and the bars and like the people retching into the, the the culverts. There wasn't a whole lot. I didn't see any retching. I did see like I mean, just the, a pile of vomit somewhere. Did the glitter boobs cover a world of your like, no, no, normal no. taste? I want to explain. I also want to say that it wasn't just like you, Jimmy Buffett. Every time we're going out, it's just like glitter boobs, glitter boobs, glitter boobs, and that's the only thing you're thinking about. You you've seen one set of glitter boobs. You've seen them all, kinda. <laughs> and but there's there's live music. There's a bunch of people playing like uh, a lot of people playing country music. Um. And the architecture of the whole place. I'm saying like during the day, we ride our bikes around. I'm reading between the lines, but you haven't talked about being inebriated the whole time. So that would help was bring I clarity. Was I inebriated the whole time? Or if I haven't talked about being inebriated no. the whole time we've been doing this podcast? A, is that a factor in your, in your enjoyment? Like island life, you know? I stepped uh, on a pop top. Well, I didn't. I mean, I didn't drink every single night because if when I drink when I drink every single night, multiple nights in a row, I start getting like psoriasis popping up on my face and stuff. So I have to kind of like watch that. Uh, and it, it honestly, walking around, I'm no Cindy Lauper, but I get it with a few drinks or no drinks at all. Wasn't that? I just don't. I don't do that. I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't get. Like, oh man, that guy's not gonna make it home drunk. So this is, I just this don't is do a that. sober assessment. Go ahead. I'm talking about the island itself. The island has been there for hundreds of years. The I love. It's my favorite type of house. Like, I mean, this is where like Ernest Hemingway had a house, uh, and that you can tour. This is where Harry Truman had his little white house that he would go to, which was like a, this beautiful piece of property that he would go to convalesce from being sick of different things. And there's all these historic houses, and then. You just take a, you get off of the main drag and you and there's these beautiful beach houses that again, it's all, these things have been there for a very long time. Every single building, every single home is very, very old and everything just has so much character and then like, it's got, 
classic like Caribbean vegetation where there's just so much plant life everywhere and you just feel like I could go down this little alley and there'll be like a weird house here and a weird house, nooks and crannies. I've talked about how gotcha. much I love New York City and London because of the nooks and crannies. Yeah. The island version of nooks and crannies is Key West and so okay. the vibe, I kept saying it over and over again the first night, I was like I love the vibe and I hadn't seen a pair of titties yet. <laughs> I was just like I love the vibe of this Not place. even one peeking around the corner? Nothing. And um, and Jesse was like, oh, well, I knew, I knew you'd love this place because of the way that it, she's never been there, but just the way it had been described. And of course, I love to eat and I love good food. And we started off, right after I got off the plane, started with a really good meal. So, and the company was great. We had a great time hanging out with Chris and Ashley, hadn't seen them you know, in a while, hadn't been just the four of us hanging out in a while. So, my mm -hmm. sober assessment of Key West is that Yes, it is for a if you if you're gonna lean into the partying, that's a certain personality. That's not me. I, I'm a people watcher, so I'm gonna go have a good meal, have a few cocktails, and then I'm gonna walk up and down the street, and we're just gonna talk about it. There is a little bit of an element of like feeling like this isn't who we are. Like we're a little bit separated from this. It's kind of like going to a zoo and just watching. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, there's this sort of sense of separation from it, and hopefully not. I don't think judgment, but it's just like this. We're not going to do that. We're not going to break it out. I'm not going to wear a g-string. She's not going to put the glitter boobs on. <laughs> but we had a great time. Um, it's a beautiful place, and best explored on bike. Okay, you don't really- Or golf cart? You, you, there's lots of golf carts, but Chris and Ashley are really into the bicycles. Now, they had driven down with bicycles on top of their car. On top of the car, okay. And then we got, they got nice bikes. Like Chris has this, I don't know how much it costs. It's a really nice- Not an e-bike, is it? It's not an e-bike, but it, it kinda has that vibe. It's got like a button on the uh, handlebar to lower and raise the seat while you're going. There's some for different modes. It, it's a beautiful like carbon fiber bike. It's awesome. And Does then, it have a big seat? Is it a street bike? It has or a, a mountain bike. Oh, it's got a big seat. You okay. got you you got to be comfortable. Okay. And uh, then Ashley has it's called a dropper post. By the way. Okay. I, I don't know about the bike terms. Ashley has very very useful in mountain bike. Like one of these uh, going on a Key West adventure. I know not why you need it. She has I guess a just uh, if you're sized differently. A very, you know. I don't wanna say uh, Pee Wee Herman, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, like one of those bikes that's got the wheel covers and it's painted and it's got like a design on it. And it's kind of, it, it's like, it's a, it's a woman's bike. It's funny that I've, <laughs> I've never seen those type of bikes on top of a car. You know when bikes are on top of a car and they're facing the same direction as the car. Yeah. That these people are serious about their bikes. Yeah. And then when you look up at the particular bike, you don't expect to see a Pee Wee Herman bike. <laughs> But here we are. You, but you, I mean, you can be serious. But you about know it. what I'm saying? Like a beach, it's like a, like a really nice top of the beach, line beach cruiser. cruiser. Yeah, I get but it. But like painted in like it was like an aqua with like a there's like flowers or something. I don't know. It's a it, it's another. This is an investment. These are in different yeah. types of investments. Yeah, yeah. But both they're into the bikes. You had to rent bikes to tag along, I guess. Chris had handled it. He had the bikes rented and locked up at our hotel, ready to go. They were very excited about the bike exploration of the island. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know if you've met my wife. I don't know that I've ever seen her on a bike, I will say that. Well, if you if you haven't met Jesse on a bike, you haven't really met Jesse. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> so, uh, you know, she did not fall. And there was a couple of moments, there was a very there were a couple of very close moments. And of I, course- I know exactly how the, the joking went. Like the, this, you know, you were trying to set up the fact that like, Everybody get ready, and then she probably got a little angry with your ribbing. Well. And then she got on the bike and there was here, no hiding. Here, here's it. the thing, and I don't advise this, and I'm not necessarily proud of it, but we didn't wear helmets because helmets do not exist in Key West. Like, yeah, right. I think it might be against the law to wear helmets in, in Key West on, when, when on bike. Maybe a shirt too. Yeah, and so, I wasn't, again, I don't recommend it, but I take my own responsibility for my own life and when in Key West, I don't wear a helmet, when a bike. And also, you get dressed up to go to dinner, and for Jesse, that means dress and heels. Ooh. Now, Ashley has some like technique for like, she gets her, she gets her heels like, um, like 
here's the pedal and then here's the high heel and she like grips it like a claw. That's what how cowboy boots were originally designed to go in a stirrup that same way. Yeah, well she, and she's got it figured out but Jesse yeah. had not figured this out and also the thing about Jesse is um, both Jesse and I tend to be rule followers Jesse tends to be maybe a, 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 maybe a little bit more of a rule follower than me. When I'm on a bike, I'm like, yeah, I know that the traffic laws technically apply to me, but I'm on an island in this Key West, and who cares? And so you, there's a, I'm not gonna stop at the stop sign if I don't need to. And hey, this is a red light, but nobody's coming now. And Chris and Ashley and I are all on the same page. There's a lot of like coming up to a light and seeing that nobody's coming and just going through it. This is nobody, nobody, no cars, right? But Jesse would get <laughs> she would get mad when we got to a light and we just kept going. It led to some fights, right? And then she was also like, "I'm not comfortable on the bike." She weren't there for the fight because she was still back at the red yeah. light. And she's like, "I'm not comfortable if we're gonna drive to dinner and I'm gonna have a couple of cocktails. I'm not comfortable on the bike to begin with. And then you want me to drive back in my dress and my heels." after a couple of cocktails without a helmet, it's she clear. had a point. She's gonna have to take the dress off, put on some glitter to get <laughs> yeah, back right. home. Uh, so what we-, we She'll get there. We ended up it. modifying the bike plan for Jesse. Oh, Je I thought you said, we ended up modifying the bike. Yeah, we created a flotilla of bikes. It was more like a car. <laughs> we put her in a wagon, like one of those- We did talk about renting the golf cart because the golf carts, oh, I mean, God, the golf yeah. carts, so great. I haven't seen your dad's down in Myrtle Beach, but like well, the- I showed you the picture, the, Belch Life. But like, is his a, his, can his fit six people? Uh, no. Like two a, rows and then one face in the back? No, his his, most only, of the, his doesn't have that a second row. It just most has the back of the, facing. Most of the ones in Key West have capacity for six or mm -hmm. as many as can hold on, plus very loud speakers, which is another thing. Yeah, he's got that. You gotta, and Chris and Ashley were on, they, they were ready for this. They had a, they have a speaker that Ashley puts in the front of her bike and they have a playlist that's got, I mean, it goes everywhere, but it goes everywhere with us and we bring the music to wherever Wasting we go. Wasting away again, like no, that? No, they do, they have sort of like a, a Latin flair to ole, the music. Ole. Yeah, I mean. Toyota. Like, I, I, you know, like Pitbull is where we're kind of is like a is a is a Pitbull and everything surrounding Pitbull. Chris and Ashley, they can pump some Pitbull. <laughs> like I, I can't see you and Jesse oh, pumping some well, Pitbull. The funny thing I, is, oh, volitionally, is I have a I don't know what it comes from, but I have a I don't like to impose myself in places. Right? I'm a I I don't know what it is. A lot of tall guys have this thing where like we're a little bit hunched and we're trying to make ourselves a little bit smaller and we don't like to draw attention to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So the idea of having a speaker that's bringing the party wherever we go. Now, first of all, very common down there, but it, that took a little bit of an adjustment. But eventually, I just realized that we would go by people and everybody would be like, immediately begin dancing. dancing to it. Oh, you were like, like fireball. And I was like, we are doing the right thing. They've got this figured out. Yeah, they've done the reconnaissance. But we did not have a pirate ship. There was a pirate ship. When the second night. I didn't expect you to. We're walking up and down and they're all of a sudden, hear the loudest music possible getting closer to us. And then I look and there is a float that is a pirate ship. Like a parade float? Like a parade float, but a, a pirate ship that goes all the way down to the ground like a low rider. You couldn't even see the wheels. It looked like a pirate ship just sliding down the road. <laughs> and then it has the masts of the ship are basically stripper poles, let's just be honest. Perfect. And uh, I'm showing I'm showing you a video of that right now. <laughs> You'll have to watch the video version link for you to see this because I filmed it. We actually followed it, and there's just this old dude. He's the only one up there dancing, and then there's several old couples who were back in the back, kind of driving it. And the funny thing is, is they went past, and Chris was like, "That might be the Chamber of Commerce." Like he wasn't joking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's what we're dealing with. Could you could you get on board and do a dance? We thought about it. Was that it. what was gonna happen well, later in the year? Every stoplight, more women got on eventually. Oh. Uh, and I mean, wow. let me see. I'm fantasy land. I'm talking, fantasy fest. I'm talking about like a 65 year old man with a ship's wheel is how he's controlling this thing. Damn, he was really steering with that shit? Yes. Oh, and God. there's all these people in the back who are in the age range and they are blaring WAP. As loud as you possibly can imagine. And there's just like old guy who's just like dancing to it. I'm just like, this is, and everybody is stopping and filming it because it's so awesome. Yeah, we are pirates. <laughs> That's what it stands for. 
Ear Biscuits is supported by Superfeet. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Well, guess what? Your feet don't have to hurt. When you add the signature orthotic shape of Superfeet insoles to your shoes, you give your feet comfort and support where they need it most, helping redistribute forces to reduce stress and strain on your entire body, not just your feet. Superfeet insoles are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. Since 1977, Superfeet has helped millions of people worldwide experience the life-changing magic of comfy, pain-free feet. Superfeet insoles upgrade the fit, feel, and function of your footwear to help you feel your best. The signature orthotic shape of Superfeet gives your feet the right type of support where you need it most. Physicians not only recommend Superfeet to their patients, they wear Superfeet insoles in their own shoes. Superfeet is the number one doctor worn and recommended insole. Superfeet has thousands of five-star reviews and is the insole of choice for top athletes on the field, on the ice, and on the slopes, and everywhere in between. Superfeet has a wide range of insoles for every activity, every shoe, and every foot. From cushioned and flexible to firm and supportive, you can dial in your fit by taking their quick online quiz. We took the quiz, we've got our, mm-hmm. our insoles coming, they're on their way. You just answer a few short questions and Superfeet will recommend the best insole choice for you. Visit superfeet.com and enter the promo code EAR at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. Apartments.com has more rental listings than anywhere else. So finding the perfect place is easier than ever and so is finally moving in together, just the two of you. It's a big step. Lots of new responsibilities, lots of adjustments. Most likely, they'll wake you up at odd hours to go to the bathroom. And you'll most definitely find yourself in trouble coming home late for dinner. They may even unroll all your toilet paper next time. It's just what happens when you two find a new place together. But you're not doing it because you feel like it. No, you're doing it because you love them, because they're family. And that's why Apartments.com has more pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. Did you know that's what we were talking about? Pets so that you and your furry family can find the perfect new place together. Apartments.com, the place to find a pet-friendly place. Okay, so we got through the bike thing, but then we experienced wow. the the test of every marriage, and that is uh, double kayaking. Oh God, yes it is. Well, that's it, isn't it? It is. Like I remember Kevin talking about his honeymoon to New Zealand, and yeah. they not only, they, they di- almost died on a double kayak, because they were about to kill each other. If you wanna know if your marriage is gonna last, <laughs> rent a double kayak and go on a kayak tour. So and the way you know it doesn't last is you kill each other. We've done this before, we did it in, in Hawaii and uh, and then now we, we did it in Key West and we were gonna go through the mangroves. Now first of all, there's these beautiful mangrove. These are trees that grow in the ocean? They're the ones that are like, they're on these islands, but they're kind of in the ocean as well, and they shoot these roots down and just into the water and pull up the water. And they're like a environmental barrier for all kinds of stuff, and it's also like a nesting area for all these sharks and nurse sharks and crabs and all this, so we went on like an eco-tour. Also in the Everglades, I think. Uh, I think so, I mean, mangroves are all over the world at, at, in coastal locations, but. That sounds cool though. There was tunnels, like these mangrove tunnels, and we would go through the tunnels. Uh, because oh. you know, like these channels, these tide channels that you could go through, and I was just thinking, man, I remember in Hawaii where there was some tense moments, and I, I was like, <laughs> I, I go in thinking I want my own kayak and I want Jesse to have her own kayak, and then we get in line with the other people who are there, and and the woman is like, um, if you can, please, if you have a partner, please get into a double kayak. That is what we prefer. And I'm like, damn it. Okay. Yeah. And so we get into the. B- it increases the chances of of at least one person being able to get you back well, from wherever. you I need get it. in. I get in the kayak and and I, and I say uh, I'm going to be in the back, you know. And I'm like, here's what. Here, just as a reminder, in the moment that I begin talking like this, it feels very mansplaining to my wife. But it's not, of course. But well, I mean, I've got. I've been on kayak. I've been on kayaks a lot, right? And so I'm just like, so I'm going to be the. I'm I'm the rudder. I'll be the one who turns us, you just be the motor, and I'm gonna take your lead, you, you take the lead in terms of the pace because I can see you, you can't see me, and I just want you to naturally just go right and left, and when, when you need to paddle, I'll let you know, and when you can mm-hmm. stop, you can just stop, and for a lot of this, you probably won't even need to paddle. 
And I can immediately, even though I can't see your face, I know that I've already started this off on the wrong foot, but I'm just trying to establish <laughs> some kind of system for us to enjoy. And you sweeten the deal by seeming like you're doing a favor. <laughs> I could do this all on my own. And I, what I learned in a short period of time is that the double kayak experience with your spouse is a great analogy for marriage in general because first of all, you gotta stay in sync. You got to you got to know your roles, and I'm not talking about like you know traditional roles. I'm just saying that like you're, you're dividing responsibilities in some way that you've mutually agreed upon. There is communication that is important. Yeah, um, and you give your wife a a stick so that she can bludgeon you with it. Right now, I have to say that I believe that my marriage is significantly healthier than our double kayak experience. No, there was no. She didn't hit me. Uh, I don't even believe that we cursed at each other, but there was a number of times when I was like, Jesse, stop, stop paddling. Like, I told you you don't have to paddle, because I'm trying not to be the guy who's yelling at his wife, and we're in a group. <laughs> so I'm kind of just, I'm just so she can hear me, I'm like, you can stop paddling now. <laughs> and then she's like, well, you're, and then she's like, well, you're not, yeah, but if if I stop paddling, we're, we, we're hitting this thing, or we're doing it wrong. We're about to hit them. She always thinks that we're about to hit somebody. It's like I'm like no, we're gonna go next to that person. Well, it seemed like we were gonna ram them. There was a lot. There was a lot of that. We did get through it. We did get through it. We literally got through the the mangroves and we got through without getting uh, mad at each other. Uh, got to know some people, and, and that's really cool. I've got some great video of of us kind of going through those tunnels, which you probably already have seen. Did um, you think about putting the argument on Instagram? Because it's like it's one thing to put the pictures, but like I think that's really where we're at as a society. We got to start putting our shit on Instagram. Uh, no, I didn't. I really like the like Instagram photo versus real life. I'm a fan of that. Tempers expectations. I didn't put any of this on Instagram. I, I, I did notice that when I am out doing something like this, I'm actually thinking more about the podcast than <laughs> I am about my social media, which I, whether that's strategic or not. Yeah, I get that. I'm like, I'm gonna take a that. video and I'm gonna take it landscape. You know, I'm like, I'm, I, uh, all my video, most of it is landscape because I'm thinking about the presentation on YouTube on the video version of Ear Biscuits. Well, to take up for us, I do think that it compartmentalizes it in a way that it, that's a lot less, it takes a lot less effort to just think about something and shoot a little something that you want for yourself that you might share with people in this context later than sharing something in the moment and then you're drawn into the comments and the reaction to it and all of that. It's like, I, th I think it is a, it's not a, it's not pure, but it's a better choice. Yeah, and I, and I just, I'm just not, I, I just, the whole idea of like, I'm gonna capture this, this, and this, I'm gonna put it in like a photo dump. I just, I just can't get there. I don't know if I ever will, and that's fine. It's fine. I wanna tell you a really cool thing that I brought. I have a visual aid, a little show and tell I'm gonna show you. So one of the nights we're going up and down, taking in all the sights, uh, we also did like a little a self, I highly recommend this, self-guided food tour, like during the middle of one of the days, where Chris and Ashley were like, oh, there's this great Cuban place that does a really great burger. Oh, and there's this place on the water that oh, does so you, a- they uh, set up the tour, Chris and Ashley. No, they were like, we're going to bike to the places that we think we should get things. But it wasn't like- It wasn't- a, a, it there, was no, there was no itinerary set by somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so- You didn't download a PDF. And the funny thing is, is I've done this two times in the last month, when Shepard and I went to the Grove in LA, we did, I was like, let's not just eat at one place, let's get a little thing at like four places. Yeah, let's this self-guided food tours, I think it might be my new thing. But we did this there, we got this lobster pizza and then this lobster roll. Shout out to the guy who worked at the lobster roll place who was a huge mythical beast. So there was one. And he was like, oh, dude, I've been watching you forever. I have the mythical shoes. So like wow. he's, he, you know. Uh, so there were a few of the younger set that I that I met that knew who we were. Uh, anyway, ate a bunch of stuff. Oh, and then Key Lime. So I, I didn't know. I'm from South Georgia and I didn't know that like Key Limes are like, like the Florida Keys. Like it's a lime that comes from that place and Key Lime Pie is the thing down there and there's all these key lime shops and there's oh. key lime pie on every single dessert menu and like key lime pancakes, the key lime everything. And I love key lime, it's top three favorite desserts, maybe number one. Are they smaller? Well, there's a Are place. They more Floridian? There's a place 
where you can get a key lime pie on a stick that's dipped in chocolate. Mm. And that was the end of the food tour, self-guided food tour. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. I actually good. had to call my mom after that because she loves key lime pie. Oh, were well, you crying? A little bit, a little mom. teary-eyed. But one night we're walking down. So good you eat the stick, the street, what it says on the stick. Walking down the street and I see a guy selling his art on the side of the street. And he's currently doing his art as well in his pen and ink, which I've discovered this about myself in the past 12 to 18 months that I'm a huge pen and ink art guy. <laughs> okay. I don't know what it is, but. Key so, lime goes with pen and ink. Something about the level of detail. Okay. Uh, I've always been into people just doing this incredible detail in a, in a relatively small space with just a pen. I also think you're just as into realizing you're into something as you are being into it, which no, is, which is it, a double cool. Well, no, because I could, there's a number of different arts that I could, you're right about that, but I'm saying there's something specific about pen and ink that I was like, oh, I actually am a huge fan of this. You know, I do my, the little thing where I do, I haven't done it in years, but I do like the little like mechanical drawings with a pen and with pencil. You've, I haven't done it in years, but I do like these little intricate little mechanical drawings of like the system and the pipes and the stuff. I don't know if you've even seen. Like Buddy do, System season one? Yeah, intro? yeah, yeah, I do that kind of thing but to kill time. Do I don't do it recently, haven't done it recently. And so I see this guy doing this incredible pen and ink and then he's got his, Prince that he's selling and I just start talking to him. I'm gonna tell you about Daniel Linehan, okay? <laughs> Linehan? Linehan with no D. And this is a guy who has set up, now first of all we're talking to him and like Jesse's like, oh you're gonna love this and we start going through his prints and I'm like, oh man, this is, oh I, I'm, I'm gonna leave with at least one of these. And you know, and he sells them for like 50 bucks a pop, it's a print and I'll show you the ones I got and you know, which is a great deal for a print on something that's this detailed. And so he begins kind of telling his story and he's like, you see, you know the van over there, the Sharpie van? We're like, yeah, we've been looking at it all week. He's like, yeah, I made that. So let me show you this guy. Sharpie van. So like, like the marker Sharpie? 2016, this guy took a van. Oh wow. And hand drew in Sharpie. In Sharpie, it's kind of hard to see just how, now different colors. Like if you, the closer you get, the, like there's incredible detail in every single panel. And he okay. and, and he did, he started drawing on his, this van. Hmm. And, and then he- It's like a he, full sleeve of tattoo, but it's a van, not an arm. Irabiscus is supported by DoorDash. I'm keeping less alcoholic beverages in my house. Um, lately. I'm kind of on that swing of the pendulum. Okay. But I will say, there's times when when you wanna crack open an adult beverage. Yes, it happens. Sometimes amongst friends, sometimes alone. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't I, wanna get into the details. I recommend with friends. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol deliveries with DoorDash. Whether you're hosting, sending a congratulatory gift, or just staying in to chill with a cold one, DoorDash is an easy call. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf with thousands of stores all over the country. You're sure to find what you're looking for and more. They have it all, beer, wine, mixers, and for those that don't drink, mocktails and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code EAR. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening, any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. But listen to his story. So I'm gonna read, cause this is, this is an article this from. Is, this is gonna be great for people to fall asleep to. Uh, Fikeysnews.com. Oh, Florida Keys News. <laughs> Florida Keys, FLKeysNews.com. One of my favorite websites. And uh, so this is his story, because he, which he, which he ended up telling me as I sat there and talked to him. Right. Uh, so this guy's, and he's older, and so he's, an older he's probably voice. about six. He's probably about sixty years old at this point. Okay. But what is he? I want to get to the part where he says, "Okay," because um, he told me 
You, can you use his voice? No, because I said can you use an older an voice? article. It's just I'll, I'll use a, an older voice, but just as somebody who lives in Florida Keys, reading the paper. Okay. Line hand recalls walking with a friend in Fort Myers when they came upon a young woman savagely. Hold on, hold on. I I was hoping for it to be. Line hand recalls no, walking just a little more like oh like this is dramatic. Linehan recalls walking with a friend in Fort Myers when they came upon a young woman savagely beating another young woman oh. while a group of men stood guard to ensure the assault wasn't interrupted. He said he intervened and managed to separate the victim who had lost consciousness from her assailant only to be jumped by four men who beat him so that he required hospitalization and was left with permanent damage in his right eye. Oh God. I don't regret it, Linehan said. My own mother said, why did you help that girl? It could have been her or my daughter. This is what he said. <laughs> I guess that was his answer. The day his, this is the thing, the day his eye patch came off, Linehan said he went home and sketched the Last Supper all in freehand in black ink. He keeps a print in his van along with a portfolio of his drawings. Now, this guy had not drawn which is the thing that the article, the Florida Keys News, they need to work on their the backstory, but. If he had never been an artist before, that is a key he, point. He had not drawn in 30 years. Oh. And he has this near-death experience, he wakes up, he takes off the eye patch, he can basically only see in one eye, and he sketches out this incredible hand-drawn Last Supper picture. And wow. then he just moves on, and I'll show you the ones that I ended up getting from him. The dude's a freaking hero. Oh, wow. Look at this, so, wormhole substation. Now, I'll, here's what I wanna That's tell you called. about this guy. He does not use any, no reference, no ruler. It's all completely freehand, like where this is in the middle of this page is all, this, this line right here, all this stuff is just completely freehand and just with a pen and then uh, this is another one. So let me, just let me explain this, the wormhole station for people. Okay, so it's some futuristic looking, um, I mean there's there's rail cars, like subway cars wrapping around this thing that kinda looks like a, a space station, but it's very cushiony looking. And there's people, yeah, like weightless astronauts like tending to things and there's like little one man helicopter things that are floating around everywhere. It's very fantastical, very fantasy land. And they're all very, very different. Like, uh, th oh yeah. this next one. This and, one is, I, this I one is an outdoor scene with mountains and forest and an, it still has a train, but it's going across this amazingly detailed bridge from one tunnel on the right into the other tunnel on the it's left. It's hard to communicate how, how long this takes somebody and also, he's a cool He was talking about how he's like, I don't look at any other artist's work. I don't, I don't, because Jesse was like, Do you have a website? He was like, No, I don't do social media. I got no website. He's like, This is my website. Me on Duval Street. He said, This is my website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like <laughs> he, he basically was like, This ah, okay. guy has detached yeah. from the internet and is out there drawing this stuff on the street and selling the prints. This is, I mean, I'm just, this is the stuff that I'm into. I just love, I'm gonna put both of these up in my office at the creative oh, house. I thought this was for me. No, I didn't get you any. You can come into, you can come into my room anytime. I really liked this one. Yeah, but you're not in a, you're, I've never heard you say that you're in a pen and ink. You can, you know what? You can take a picture of it and look at it on your phone anytime you want. Can I make a print of the print? No, well, I'll charge you $50 for that. Maybe 60 to help with the It's tip. mesmerizing, it almost makes me feel relaxed. But I gotta say, if you are down there, and there's, there's a lot of things to see, like I said, I mean, glitter he, boobies are he, one thing. He is his own website. But he's just living the life down there, drawing these, inc these incredible, uh, pen I mean, he was working on one that was a playing card, and it was a king and a queen, and he had he had done one, and he was doing the next one. And we, I saw him for like three nights, because I first night I hung out for a little bit and got his story, and then, Actually, somebody two. It was interesting. Two different sets of people came up and were big fans of the show while I was buying this stuff. And so he was like, "Well, I finished my story, but I, now I got to hear yours and why these people are coming up to you." <laughs> well, my website is a real website. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so then he wrote because this man only works with pen. He wrote down and link on his palm. 
On his palm. And then the next night he chases me down. He's like, I, I saw, he does go on the internet, just so you know, he okay. he gets on the internet. He just doesn't have his own website. He well, was he like, does, but that's it, in and, person. And there is a Daniel Lyonhan who is an artist in Texas. Not him. Different guy who does have a website, by the way. Screw Dif him. Different guy, not a pen and ink guy. So uh, he chases me down. He said, oh, I checked it out, I love it. That's <laughs> it, <laughs> I checked it out, I love it. So uh, shout out to Daniel Linehan. If you're in Key West, go by there, check out his art, support independent art, about as independent as you can get. Hmm. Now, I uh, a couple of closing stories. <laughs> One of the things uh, that happened. I gotta go to Key West, homie. Oh well, if you can ride a bike. I mean, my dad's already been. I would love to go to Key West with your dad. Good Lord, that would be awesome. So I don't get a print, and now you just invited my dad to go after I just said I want to go. Yeah. Okay, cool, I get it. So. I get it, we, get, we need to have our own things. Walking down the street, as I did over and over again, and <laughs> I, I look like this, right? I'm a big guy and I've got, a beard and I've got hair like this. And there's a lot of drunk people who will just say the first thing that comes to their mind and at least two people <laughs> said, Jesus. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, right, yeah. And uh, they weren't, they weren't, it was not as an expletive, they thought I was Jesus. <laughs> and uh, maybe Mormon Jesus, I don't know. Um, you know, like really, really white Jesus. Uh, so, that that was fun, and I was this like, is going in the con column. For <laughs> for me. But the best thing hap that happened was, lots of people dressed up like different characters because they're going to, not just glitter boobs and thongs, but people dressed up as characters because they're getting ready for Halloween. It's like a ha ten days to Halloween. Let's get started. Mm -hmm. And there's a guy, clearly dressed as Jack Sparrow, and he was either actually drunk seemed very drunk, or he was just a great actor, like Johnny Depp level acting drunk. Okay. But the what the way he addressed me and what he said to me makes me think that he was actually drunk because he saw me from a distance and came up to me and he was like, Mimosa, Jason Mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Mimosa, <laughs> like the drink. The drink. <laughs> And so, I mean that—that uh, that is the perfect thing for Jack Sparrow to say in modern times. But to you, the I thing guess. is, is he was not joking. Mimosa. He wasn't joking. He had had a few mimosas himself, <laughs> and he is giving—he is now giving me my alter ego. I'm not Jason Momoa. I'm Jason Mimosa, man. That's the, that you is, know I'm the yeah that I'm is the, much more accurate. I'm the Wish.com version of Jason Momoa. Now, <laughs> I, by the time this airs, you'll know whether or not we pulled it off. But as soon as this guy called me Jason Mimosa. That was when you know Jesse and Chris and Ashley were like, "Well, you got your Halloween costume now," and uh, we're like, "What are we gonna do? Is Jesse gonna be a champagne glass, and she's just with me? Is there is is she look like a brunch mom? I don't know how the costume is gonna come together. You'll know now. It, it might be on my Instagram if I figure it out. But hmm. that was that was a highlight was being called Jason Mimosa. Yeah. Okay. And, and then final story not has nothing to do with Key West, but it is a story that was communicated to me while I was in Key West and it was the biggest laugh that we got while we were in Key West and I do wanna premise this with the fact that we had had a couple of cocktails so you're in a completely sober state so you can be the judge of how funny this is. I'm never in a completely sober state, right? So Chris. There's no way to be. Chris is, uh, he's got a guy who's working on his house doing some kind of repair and uh, he's he's getting to talk to the guy and Somehow he ends up finding, the guy ends up saying I'm how old he was, 60, 65, something like that. And Chris is like, wow, you look really good for your age. What's your secret? And he leaned in and said, with no sarcasm or irony at all, he said, I eat pussy every day. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh God. So, hey, a, that, that really spoke to me, <laughs> and it gives me something to live Found up to. Youth, huh? Yeah. So a regular Ponce de Leon. Yeah, so anecdotally, that is the the way wow. to 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 keep that skin looking young. <laughs> the dude is not joking. It's like it's, it's like a really. It sounds like the kind of thing like a fountain of youth. A guy would say as a joke, but he was 
I was like, did he? Then he Every day, then he, huh? Then he laughed, and Chris was like, no, he didn't. And then it, because he didn't laugh, Chris was like, I can't. I don't know what the follow up to it was, but I think it's. Oh, so you're a you're a cat person. When you're at dinner in Key West and you've had a few cocktails, and somebody tells that story, you laugh an embarrassing amount, but it doesn't matter because you're in Key West. You know what That's I like? That's the wonderful thing. About I'm starting it. to pride myself on being the person in public places that's having the most fun, like. There's nothing wrong with laughing the loudest. Everybody just gets jealous. I love that. You're you're, you're actively doing this. Uh, it happened. It's happened a few times, and I'm like, it's great. It's great knowing that you're having the most fun at an establishment, and everybody knows it. Well, well, I, that's not why you do it. Hey, I'm about to say, what's the motivation? Is it? <laughs> is it like start I'm doing it to show off, or I'm doing it because I'm uninhibited? They're two two very different things. It's much better to be the laugher than being the person judging the laugher. Yeah, uh, nobody in Key West is going to judge you. That's for right, anything. and that's the beautiful thing about it. Uh, there are places to laugh like that, <clears throat> and there are places not to. So anyway, I do. I recommend Key West. Uh, Sounds like it. Do, do do I have a? Do I have? Is is it my rec in general? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I don't think I can just give you the go to Key West wreck. No. I mean, that's uh-huh. you know, that's just not something that everybody's in a position to do. So, you may regret it, uh, but I do highly recommend it while it's still you know above water. But I will say, completely unrelated, I had never read. This is my official wreck. Never read anything from Andy Weir. You know, the guy who wrote The Martian. Mm-hmm. I've seen the movie. But then he has this new book, Project Hail Mary, and I I don't believe I could have read it, like physically read it, I listened to it. The only reason I'm saying that is because he is so, te- so technical and he gets into the science in, in a lot of detail, or I think that my attention span, I would have had trouble sticking with it, but it was perfect to listen to, because I am interested in all that stuff. But great story, I mean, I was like, oh, this is, I, this is this is why everybody talks about how great this is. Uh, it kind of reminded me because you talked about the three body problem, which I think you recommended at one point way back in the day. But just like a mm-hmm. sort of futuristic interstellar, you know, story that gets into some really interesting scientific details, but also just happens to be a great story about humanity and hum- things beyond humanity. You finished it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I definitely. I finished it and was like, oh, I, if you like Andy Weir, <laughs> you know, he hasn't written that that much stuff, so it's just like, if you like Andy Weir, what else can you read? And uh, I'm trying to find some things, and so far I've not been satisfied. Okay, well. But I think I might have to read that Three Body Problem since you talked about you it. You might have to, I'd listen to that too if I were you, for the same reasons. Um, okay, yeah, all right, Andy Weir, duh, not weird. All right, next week, I'm gonna talk to you about my escapades, escapades. Escapades. My escapades in Big Sur, in on the coastline of California mm. with my wife. So come on back, y'all. In the meantime, hashtag Ear Biscuits, be a part of the conversation. Uh, weigh in on Key West and any of the stuff that Rhett talked about. Please do. Bye-bye. <laughs>